what up? Um, and, and things like that. Anyway, so, you all have just been, uh, released from jail, um, and as you requested, um, you are going to get picked up by your, uh, so-called lawyer, um, Dean Antilles, who is going to escort you to, um, to Professor Basri Arman's house where you're going to be staying the night because you do not want to go back to your dorms or at least stay in your dorms. So yeah, that is where we'll pick back up. As you walk out of the uh, Pine County Jail, you see, um, you see Dean Antilles waiting for you outside of his, um, uh, oh, what's the granny car called? His, his grand marquee. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Perfection. You know it. Um, and so, yeah, he looks at you all and nods toward his car. And I assume everyone piles in. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck William, that then. William, William goes to the front seat instinctively. Good. Um, so, yeah. All right. I, I oh, hop right. inside the car. <laughs> so, uh, did you want me to take you directly to uh, Professor Armand's house? Or were you thinking you would pick some things up from your dorm rooms before you go? I, uh, I think it'd be best if we picked up some stuff from the dorms. I Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good idea. All right. I'll drop you off then at, at Forsyth House and then... We can get going. Just let me know when you're ready to hit the road. And he pulls into pulls into campus to the, the Forsyth House parking lot. And you see your dorm. Um, it's it almost looks a little different just because you haven't seen it in so long. Um, you know, it's weird now that up until a couple weeks ago, you were living in this like basically old Victorian mansion. Um, and then you didn't see the outside for, for, for two whole weeks. Um, but there it is. You're your home. Hey Norman. I mean, I've never really like thought about it, but is this place haunted? It looks haunted. Yeah. I mean, probably I've, I've definitely been walking around like you know little kid curious and been hearing things late in the night what do you do you guys think ghosts are real of uh, yeah bro how do you not think ghosts are real i am it's, i am it's not rehashing so this you're like, a living walking it's so vampire confusing. Our, our friend it's, is a werewolf yeah it doesn't mean ghosts are real <laughs> why do you draw okay. the line at ghosts <laughs> I'm curious how my room looks since my ro- my room was the hangout room before we all got kidnapped. Um yeah, it looks like the um all the photos off of your evidence wall, um your mystery wall have been um presumably taken into evidence. So that corkboard is now blank. You'll probably have to Go back down, go down to the police station probably to pick it up. Um, they didn't give us back our 
items when we left? I mean, they gave they gave you back what was like on your body when they booked you, uh, but yeah, you would have to go. You probably have to go to the police station to get because your stuff is in um is in evidence, you know. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So you'd have to go get the stuff that was in your rooms, um, because yeah, the cops aren't there to run errands for you, um. I yeah, I just assumed that once our stuff was closed, they would just be like, "Okay, here's all of your belongings." You I don't know? think they care that much. You would think, yeah. but um, I, d- I definitely think William is gonna go look for if the blood supply is still in his room. Uh yeah. Where were you keeping it? I think it was in like a fridge that was hidden away okay. a little bit, kind of like hidden in a corner. Um, so yeah, it appears that um yeah, were you was it just so obviously like, some blood bags in the fridge or was it transferred it was into like, different containers or I feel like William transferred them into Capri Sun pouches. Oh dear God. Um <laughs> Yeah, then I mean it looks like a shit ton of Capri Sun in your in your fridge. Uh um, William, William grabs one and drains it, just absolutely gets it down as fast as he can. Oh yeah, what was William doing for blood the entire time we were in prison? He was struggling. <laughs> yeah. He was like starting to like I think we we talked about it in the last episode like he was starting to look creepier and creepier. By the Just day. like draining some rats. Oh God, no! Oh, okay. So you draw the line at rats. <laughs> I think it's like a lizard where, like, you eat and then you're good for a couple weeks, and then you got to do it again. You know? Maybe. Yeah. Sure. That that no that tracks. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, All right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so what do you? That being said, what do you grab from your room then, uh, William and Norman? Um, he grabs um, some Capri Sun pouches um, as well as uh, just like a few changes of clothes, the books and stuff that he needs. He also is looking for the book that Reggie had. Okay. And like making sure that's not out of place. Yeah, you can look around, you see the um the so the book you had that you were looking for, were you um was it the the book Reggie had or was it the um the uh book the the Roman book? Uh I think it was the book Reggie. Oh wait, okay. no, the Roman book was the important one yes yeah that was the one that showed the the illustration and um he's looking for that book okay and i can Um, roll spot hidden if i need to um i mean it's your own stuff so you wouldn't have to spot hidden um maybe just straight up luck because you don't know i mean we don't know what what police would think might be evidence or might not so just luck to see if it's still there or not perfect that's a failure. Uh, my luck is 56, and I rolled a 64. 
Nice. Yeah, you assume you're going to have to go pick that up from the police station, too, because it's not in your room. Uh, Reggie, Reggie, they, uh, they got the, uh, they got the book. Oh, well, uh, that sucks. Did they, did they get my, did they get my games? <laughs> no, they still have your entire collection of, I don't know why you have six copies of Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball too, but I, whatever, man. I, I reject this canon. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you want out of, out of the room, Reggie? So Reggie asked about his games because I, I would say he's got a Switch. And mm-hmm. he has hollowed out one of the controllers and stores <laughs> drugs there. <laughs> what? Oh, smart. A what? hollowed out controller. What, what drugs are stored in there, Reggie? His marijuana. <laughs> All right. The How weed. much do you normally fit in there? <laughs> Well, he hollowed the whole dang thing out whenever he was still using, oh, like... It's, it's a pro controller? Yeah, wait, do you have... It's a pro, it's a it's pro not, not a, a Joy-Con. Yeah, it's wait, do you not have a working controller? I do, but I have, I have like, three controllers. Two of them function, one of them's for weed. One of them's made out of, like, paper mache. No, he just hollowed it out. <laughs> it's not hard to, like, open it up and remove the, the components. Yeah, pro, con- pro controllers are notoriously easy to open yeah. up, so... <laughs> I thought this was a very clever way to hide his drug use. I, I was just thinking broken controller. As a as a stoner, I would not take the time to like open up a controller every time I'm using my weed. Is what I was. Well, thinking. he's got it rigged so he can just open up the battery portion. Okay. Okay. So like an Xbox controller, <laughs> where you can just pop out the battery thing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's I like it's this. like a little gumball machine. So he just gets like the perfect amount when he opens it up. Oh my god. Okay. Also important to note that there is a dead, dead, alive, dead or alive uh, game for Switch. He's only got two copies though, and he <laughs> nice. will not explain why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one for me, and one for me. One for weed. Yeah, that has weed in it too. It's a weed game. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The disc is made out of weed. Okay. Yeah, he definitely makes a beeline to. Get a little high again because it's been a couple weeks and he's been stressed out. And then we're trying. We're on the move. All right. Well, it's it's fine. He'll wait. He'll wait till later. But he's grabbing it. Nah, he can take a. He'd probably take quick pill. Quick, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Just take the edge off a little bit. I I, I was just picturing us like grabbing some stuff and heading to the car. I was just I I don't I'm just imagining this man rolling up an entire joint. Oh, and you and you think I haven't smoked? in a quick little like okay i'm going to my house okay now i'm leaving (laughs) (laughs) i sorry Sorry. i'm picturing cordell doing this i gotta i gotta put reggie Reggie is proficient in drugs yes yeah reggie is proficient in the drug yes um the drug skill but yeah since since it would seem the the book and like any of my i don't keep a ton of evidence on me so like i really just care about my stash the book's gone what else am i gonna grab clothes um yeah maybe uh you know what yeah what else are you gonna grab you're right yeah clothes yeah makes sense so as you yeah you're gathering up your stuff marcy what are you grabbing uh so marcy walks into her room and it's just i i would assume they're in somewhat disarray from the cops searching them or at least on my half of the room yeah so like i'm imagining like marcy like walks in and then like she 
like checks at like the cabinet that's beside her bed and like notices there's a a picture that's fallen over and uh she turns it upright and it's uh the picture that it's uh one of the last pictures that she has of her and her mom. Oh. And so she that's... Yeah. She notices, like, the frame was, like, torn apart in case there was, like, any evidence that it might have been, like, stored behind a photograph or something. So she yeah. uh, she puts that back together and sets that upright. And then she just grabs some clothes real quick, shoves that into a Nike bag, and then heads back outside. Oh, yeah. That's precious and good. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So when you're all ready, you can head back down to the car. Uh... You are, um, so Monahan. I don't know if you've noticed from your course schedules, but Monahan has a four-day school week, which means it's a three-day weekend, so there's not usually classes on Fridays. Um, you know, every once in a while there could be like a, um, you know, one of those single credit hour weekend seminar type things, but, um... So you don't have to worry about missing yet another day of class um, by not going to class the day, the day you get out of jail. Uh, so, um, yeah, you're able to just pick up all your stuff, leave campus, um, and uh, the dean drives you to, uh, to Professor Oman's house. Also, I guess I guess I should check. My lighter is back with me, right? I had that on my person when I went in. Yeah, yeah. They gave you back your lighter when they gave you back your, um, you know, the, whatever you had on you. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Um, the Arbonne's house, it's um, kind of old, cottagey, farmhousey looking. Uh, it's kind of on the edge of, of Wolf Pine. It's... Uh, you recognize the area a little bit because it's kind of on the edge of the woods that you can, um, the woods that you can see from campus. It's a, uh, a state forest, um, and you can tell it's, um, just kind of a different segment of that forest that kind of borders the house, um, which is on like the corner of a street. So it's got a large yard and um some big uh mature pine trees that kind of shield it uh from uh from view from the outside and yeah it looks quaint and and uh countryish as you pull up to it um and as you pull up to the house a um a man steps out the front door to greet you. Uh, and it's, it's not your history professor. Um, he has dark curly hair and, and dark eyes. Um, and he's a lot uh, taller and, and slimmer than um, Professor Armand. And he's, um, he just stands, there's kind of, you know, a, a covered porch with like pillars supporting the, um, you know, the, the awning and he just stands there and leads against one of the pillars and watches you, um, watches you get out of the car and get out and get your stuff. My Armand? Yeah. My Armand, a school photographer. And he reaches out his hand to shake each of yours. Hi. Hi. 
Uh, so you all are the uh, you all are the students that 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 Boz has told me about. Yeah, I've heard heard a lot about you. Come on in. We're just getting uh, just getting lunch, getting lunch ready. Okay. So you go into the house, uh, and you see um, you see Professor Arman. It's a really weird feeling, you know, like seeing your professors in the grocery store. Um, he's you know wearing a uh. A, a a plaid flannel shirt um unbuttoned a lot more than it would be if he was teaching your class um and a um yeah and an apron and um he's bustling around in the kitchen and making just stacks of of BLTs and um yeah he's got uh you know a few a few different sodas out and um yeah he's putting things on on platters and taking things out to uh to the backyard where through the um through the glass back door you can see that there's a table and chairs set up in the backyard where you're going to be having a little outdoor lunch um enjoying the the cool late fall weather lovely house you got here oh kids kids are here thanks Thanks. Um, yeah, we've worked really hard on it. This is, uh, yeah, this is kind of our, our pride and joy here. Um, yeah, come on out back. We're just getting, getting lunch ready. We'll sit down and we'll have a, have a talk. Uh, there's no garlic in anything, is there? I'm allergic and, you know, it's okay if there is. I, like, I'm not hungry right now, so it, it's fine. I mean, it's... It's it's BLT, so well, yeah, I don't know. Some people make like garlic mayonnaise, or like there's garlic roasted bacon and stuff. I, it, I, it's just caution. No, nothing, nothing fancy here. Just just Duke's mayo. Okay. Um, yeah. So as you're sitting down to lunch, uh, Basri keeps looking at all of you expectantly, kind of waiting for someone to to fill him in on on things you've learned. Uh, you know, so, you know, he can only assume that if you asked to to stay at his house, you know, following your release, that there must be something, uh, there must be some like some new development or some information that he um that you want to tell him. Can we can we, for the sake of expediency, just say we tell him what we learned? Yeah, you could tell him what you learned. Um, well. Is there what? anything we want to leave out? Yeah, that's what I was about to say, too. Um, or do we just want to tell him everything? Because, like, I think... I think he knows more than we give him credit for. And oh, than yeah. He, than he gives himself credit for. Um, he uh, turned us on to this independently of our own research, so, like, he's definitely aware. Yeah. So like, I feel like we could trust him to talk about the whole uh, getting framed for murder thing, and uh, our. But uh, do we do we want to tell him that Brecken pretty much confessed? Yeah, I yeah, really don't like, see a point in hiding any of it. Yeah, just relay the whole conversation that you have with Brecken. Okay. Yeah. So William definitely tells him about everything Brecken said and kind of how all that went down yeah he he sits there 
for a little while. Um, and then he leans forward um, and puts his, you know, puts his forearms on the table. He has forearms? Like, yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving past that, <laughs> he puts his, his arms on the table and leans forward. So specifically, he said, you figured that one out. Now work on the other two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, that's the way he said it. And he, I cannot explain the look that he had. It was terrifying it was it i'm not a person to get scared easily and i was internally scared all right so it appears that then he's off in his explan in his his uh in his estimation by one because you know you not only figured out the whole uh the the taroctony and you also I think you're right that the uh, that the second murder that was um, similar to the 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 festival or the ritual of lustration. So you have two out of three, um, not one. So what we need to do is figure out why and what he's saying with each of these. Um, allow me to explain. So. The Tarochtony, the the slaying of the bull. This is, um, this was a a symbol of 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 triumph, right? For um, in art, it was you know representative of um, you know of a triumphant uh, uh, victory. So perhaps this is the message that uh, that first met murder was um supposed to be sending uh and then we have lustration which is um is was performed for for many reasons and in in many ways but in the method in which you have just described it was often thought of as a way of purifying a city or a place after a great crime has been committed um and so that just leaves the third murder, um, which is a little more puzzling to me, because at first we have a, a ritual common to the, um, or a ritual that is resembling the, the art and iconography of um, the, the Roman mystery cult of, of Mithras, which is... Um, part of the uh syncretistic uh merge of of eastern religion with uh with with the roman military um and then we have lustration which was uh performed in various forms throughout the roman empire um but then that third uh third murder third sacrifice is puzzling in that doesn't seem to resemble anything, any specific, uh, any specific ritual, ritual or type of sacrifice common to, uh, to ancient Rome. So, um, you know, we have, we have triumph and then we have purification 
And then we just need to figure out what that third one is saying. I think. I'm sorry to un un unload all this on you. It's all good. We definitely needed a fresh pair of eyes on this to try to figure all this out. Hmm. Yeah, you, um, yeah, you're trying to puzzle out what, um, what the third murder could mean. Um, yeah, is there anything else you need either of their, um, either of their input on? You know, is there, um, you know, you're here with two people that, uh, potentially have, knowledge of um you know things that have been going on both in the school and also um you know historical knowledge i do have a question actually uh what is what is the name of the book that my sim checked out that we have the record of my sim checking out um that was the Enchantment book, right? The book yeah, that, that was I the, took that was, out. Yeah, that was the book that had en enchantment in it. What's it called? Um, I'm I'm trying to find it in our notes because I wrote it. We put it somewhere. Because I was that looking. Was the black book, right? The black book of Carmarthen, or was that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, my sim. I was, I was wondering why you checked out the book of Carmarthen. What were and you? I did bring. I I should have said earlier, but I didn't really get it. I didn't really say what I got, so I brought the book too. So, oh, I brought it right here. This one. Pull it out. Slide it across the table. So, uh, what's your interest in this? Um, he looks through the book and he looks you all up and down, and he said, "Um, purely, purely academic, I suppose. Why?" Oh, well, that's, that's anticlimactic. I just found your name connected to it, and with all this stuff going yes. on. I, I mean, I've, yeah, I, I checked out this book while I was a student at, at Monaghan, and um, he kind of casts, uh, he kind of casts a look at, um, sideways at his husband, trying to um, use him to gauge, you know, how much he can tell you all. And he's like, Back when I was a student, I had a great interest in uh, in the occult, in in magic, and in the supernatural. And this was, in many ways, this was my my starting point. Did you use it to enchant anything? Me and Reggie enchanted stuff mm. with it. My my camera's enchanted. That is, that's, I hold up my camera. That's really cool. What does it What does it do? Well, Reggie, put your put your lighter on the table, and I'll show him how how mine works. I put the lighter on the table. I take a picture of the lighter with his magic camera ability. Ooh! <laughs> Roll that and magical then, bean footage. Oh yeah! Roll that magical bean footage. <laughs> da da da! And then we wait for the camera, the picture to develop. Okay, so I show I show the Polaroid, and it should be right. What it, it would we yeah. said it glue it glue we mm -hmm. <laughs> <words>. it glue. <laughs> so we said it glows purple. I think is what I said. So it's like 
Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So yeah, then I showed the little thing. purple shimmer. Look at that. Um, or I think, yeah, because it's, I think we said like, because Reggie's, Reggie's magical stuff is purple, yeah. right? Yeah. And yes. so that's why it was. Yeah. And so, yeah, so the lighter is also purple because it's, it's, it's Reggie's magical stuff. <laughs> and I, um, <laughs> special care to not get a picture, to not have Reggie or William in the picture. I appreciate that. When you said, <laughs> hey, Reggie, at first, I was like, do not do this right yeah, now. No. That was like, put it on the table. Yeah, yeah, which is what I definitely did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, look at that. So mine like shows um, the camera, it, it glows um, on magical items, magical things. Oh, well, that is certainly a useful ability. I might have to um, employ your services for, for some of my studies. Uh, I had a question, though. Okay. Um, what do you all think is the, uh, uh, magically uh, or ritually, what do you think is the, the connection then between the murders and the whole grade inflation thing? We've kind of got an idea that it may be uh, kind of a transfer of potential luck, whatever you want to call it, like in taking these lives that all of their potential and drive and all of their success they'll have is transferred to the new person. Yeah, we think it's sort of like a sacrifice for like a boost for whoever the chosen or appointed are. Have you seen see. Space Jam? I uh, maybe <laughs> many years ago. This person sees Space Jam so many this times. Has seen Space Jam? Okay, go. Cool. It's their favorite movie. Moving on. Finish the point. <laughs> I yeah, I have it's possibly like seen Space, Space Jam. Jam. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> How like the they the like yeah they actual... touch the ball yeah. they steal the ball except yeah. in in this <laughs> the ball is actual life <laughs> I see and that would be that would be definitely would be it would it would um yeah kind of change the course of these people's lives based on the the potential of the of of the victims and he starts kind of um drawing in in um the the dust on the table because gross um they don't uh you know eat outside very often so there's um kind of a layer of <laughs> dust on the, on the glass on this table filthy, top my food's on table. this table <laughs> yeah no it's not it's on a fucking plate don't be a baby <laughs> um, come on you fucking fine. coward <laughs> he takes a fucking dry erase marker and starts writing on the perfectly clean table then. They knew they were hosting company. Um, they would not like just. L- way less thematic or whatever, but okay. They knew they were hosting company. <laughs> he just company. carries markers in his pocket because he's a. He's a nerd. Dork. Who yeah. cleans his tables. Um, he kind of starts drawing in a mixture of, of you know, English words and uh, symbols you don't recognize and muttering to himself and he's like hmm but something doesn't make sense um which is the what as you you've pointed out the 
the escalation of the of the murders um you know a a ritual like this wouldn't require these these displays um of the victims you know that seems secondary to the whole um to the whole magical purpose of it so it's 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 puzzling mm. That is a very fair point. Why what? now? Yeah. Because, yeah, in all of our research, they've kind of all covered up all of the, like, uh, supposed murders. So you're right. Why is it so public? They've always looked like accidents up to this point. I don't know why someone's trying to make such a big statement of it now. Making, making a statement. I... Okay, so let's try this on for size. The statement isn't for it isn't for you all or for the for the school in general. Maybe the statement is to from from one one party within this group, whoever has is planning these things to the other. It's, the statement is internal. It's they're uh, they're fracturing in in some way, perhaps. So you think this is not, this might have nothing to do with the sacrifices or like the stealing of potential. Perhaps this is just like I think, a message at the Latin club? I think this still, I think the, the murders are, are very likely still sacrificial in nature, but the, the way that the bodies are being displayed seems like kind of, uh, are you familiar with the term malicious compliance? Yes. 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 So it's. Uh, I think that's what's going on here. Can you explain is, it for me? I I know some stuff, but I have no idea. Context so, clues. Let's say there is a very powerful and dangerous organization, um, such as if what you say is true, the. Uh, the board of trustees at this university. Um, okay. And then let's say they have a somebody who is, has been performing these murders on their behalf and something within the organization has gone south for this person and therefore they are now performing their duties but in the most inconvenient let's say way possible mm. for this organization what if there's two people who are involved in the murders like because it seems like every single one of them in the past has been done to look like sort of an accident but what if i mean like it seems like a lot of trouble because for morgan's murder the whole thing happened with like the small incision and then there was the whole yes. dragging to put on display. What if someone's coming in after the murders and adding all of this pizzazz to it? Yes, or yes, that's that's definitely possible. Who who would be who would be the second person? Then? I guess I mean like the first person could just be the assassin or hitman or whoever they hire to do all these things. I guess the second person could be potentially one of the beneficiaries who doesn't want this from it all like i guess who who like didn't ask to have someone else sacrifice for them 
Maybe someone like knows that something's going on and is trying to like bring this all out into the open. Wait, wait, wait. What did Brecken say to you, William, specifically word for word, about what we found out? He said, you found out the first murder, now find the other two. I, I don't remember the exact words. I, it... But think about it. Why would he come to you and gloat? Why would he come to you and egg you on when it was game, set, match? We were locked up. Why... What if he wants out? What if he's mad? What if he's doing this? And that was him telling us to keep going to find out the message he's sending. What if it's Brecken? What if these are just like follow? What if he's the follow up person afterwards who's trying to, I guess, expose this whole club ritual thing? I think we need to take a chance and talk to him. Yeah. I, I, and the thing is, like, if you're the. If you're the murderer, if you're the, the Hannibal of sorts in this situation, you wouldn't, like, openly gloat about, like, how good you are at murdering to the people that you're screwing over and putting into prison. Exactly. It was, it was too brazen, and he's not that kind of man. I think, I think he's worth talking to. Yeah, if this murderer is- And I can keep us safe, and Norman pulls out the gun that Reggie gave him and spins it. Reggie out immediately his snatches his out of his hand and puts it away. But what if <laughs> nope. I want to try and- Nope, nope. I want to keep I, it. Nope. I can't roll to try and keep no, it. No, because you clearly can't, don't know how to handle a firearm if this is how you're going to treat it. <laughs> Norman, no way we are, we are going- with the gun. I am certified in gun safety, okay? We're going to have a class and then you can carry does, it again. How does he still That's have very the cute. gun? Reggie didn't take it back. Reggie didn't take it back. Reggie, this seems like missing on your part of things. This seems like a conversation we don't need to have in front of the Armands. See, I feel like, though, you know that I'm thinking about it, if the gun was, like, legally obtained and registered in Reggie's name, it would probably end up getting put back with, with Reggie's possessions, you know? Yeah. Because they would just assume, oh, this is his gun, so. And also, like, none of the murders you know? were done with guns. We're, so yeah, like, so there's yeah. no reason. So they probably wouldn't have been, it probably would have been taken in for evidence, you know, but it was probably just. Back. um, Yeah. And so when it was returned, it probably would have been returned to Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also very funny for Norman to say I say we it, let so Norman just have it. Yeah. <laughs> but I. Yeah, I, I think we I think meeting with Brecken wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't see why someone would get this much of the upper hand and then suddenly decide to, oh yeah, I'm the murderer. Here you are. You figured it out. Now that you're stuck in prison, yeah, I'm just gonna tell you all about it uh, through a little phone that the police could hear everything on. I I really do think he may be trying to say something, and we may be the first people who are listening. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a start. And then Bosri kind of cuts him off. It's like, of course. Proclaiming victory first. Proclaiming that either this organization is close to accomplishing its goal or this, or he, if, if it is Brecken, is close to uncovering this organization, whatever the, you know, whatever that's meant to symbolize. And then, and then purification as if he's going to, fix whatever problem he sees within the organization. And then the third one, 
uh, you know, if we're, I just now thought it's, it's not Roman. It's, it's biblical. It's, um, you know, the, the, in, in, of sorts, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, there, there's a, a passage from Revelation, I believe, that talks about, uh, that talks about defiling a, uh, you know, de- defiling the temple and, um, that is often such defilement has often been in, attributed to, uh, to the Roman empire when they, uh, you know, when they, when they took over and, uh, you know, occupied the, uh, occupied territory. It, um, you know, the, that the Romans would ritually defile, uh, the 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 jewish the 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 jewish temple in order to um to in order for for to for domination you know this is um you know going still going back to um history you know it's it's historical more than um more than anything it's uh you know the the destruction of jerusalem and the temple this this could be um if that is the case then perhaps this third murder was a symbol of, um, of, of, of defiling something, of uh, making something profane or unworthy. So perhaps it is this organization is no longer worthy of the mission it's been trying to carry out. That's just a theory. But if that is the case, maybe that is the, the message that he's trying to send then I think the thing we got to ask him is whether he framed us or whether the organization did. Let's go talk to him and find out. All right. Are you, are y'all going to go talk to him today? Are you going to wait until you're back on campus or would he have office hours on Friday? Um, We did just get out of, we got out of jail today, right? Yeah. Okay. Norman wants to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. We got out of jail today. Of <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, Reggie um, doesn't. Yeah. The Armands notice that, however excited you may look for, you know, finishing up uncovering this mystery once and for all, um, you all look just dead on your feet, and um, so uh. Bosri kind of side eyes Mysum again and who nods and he's like, um, but that is all for another time because the time now calls for napping. Um, allow me to show you to my uh, guest room. I'm afraid you'll all just kind of have to pile in there together. Um, I hope that is all right with you all. That'll be fine. Yeah, this podcast Perfect. has a lot of cuddle puddles. A lot of cuddle puddles in this podcast. Don't worry uh, about it. Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it looks ar- <laughs> looks around for microphones. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Silence, bots. <laughs> Silence, mysum. You'll. It's, it's going to be okay. <laughs> when you say silence, his mouth gets zipped up. <laughs> <laughs> we are the breakers of the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> why are you? Why are you talking to the audience? What are you? A flea bag? <laughs> My sim just looks around and realizes that he has no actual physical form. He's just an auditory construct. Oh, no. Ah, shit. 
Well, this is... This is an interesting magical development. I hope my sim's like a super wizard at this point. Oh, yeah, no, he can be... I think second semester we'll be getting more into magical shit, and he'll definitely be like a resource for you. Um, Good. I want to get a magic wand that I can hold like while I'm a werewolf. I'm gonna get nope. Be a magic werewolf. Werewolves do not. Werewolves cannot hold wands. You can't prove that. That's too much power. Okay. Okay. Well, good thing tonight is a full moon, so we'll see. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, we should tell them about that. Maybe. <laughs> You're I, gonna destroy I really their house. Know. No, I'm gonna disappear into the woods. Did with you bring all your chains you. and stuff? I would assume. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. He didn't. Well. Uh, you didn't, you didn't mention the same when spot I asked, the- is there anything else you want to take out of your Are room? Are you going to do this like, I don't know, clothes? Well, here, actually, <laughs> my legitimate thought was I'd probably just leave them there if that was a good spot. But is that dumb, just to leave chains chained to a tree? Yeah, I'd say so. Someone will just come and take those. Well, not if they're lost. Especially if they're silver. Yeah, if they're just like silver chains, someone's going to come and take your silver chains. Then are we going to play the semantics game? Are we going to play the semantics game where I don't have it because I didn't say it? Because I'll play. I'll play. I asked on purpose, but I guess not. If if you want to hold me to it, I'm just going to have you break them anyway. Uh, But (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, because like Miranda did mention that, like, hey, it's it's the full moon. It's been a month. And then, like, what should we get from our rooms and stuff? So, yeah. You know what? Actually, let's play it for drama. Reggie straight up forgot because he's tired. I Wait, do we have enough time? think this could be better. This is we better. Have time to drive back or go back? Yeah. Oh. It's not midnight or whatever. <laughs> or it's not time of the yeah. full moon. After nap time, can I go? Can I go get my change? We can dig you in the ground up to your head. Yeah, That's good. we're still gonna probably, uh, hopefully, gonna have you break them anyway. Okay, okay, then I won't wear them. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. I'll let it. I'll let this be a game and play it. That's fine. It, the cool thing is, none of the listeners are gonna know that the chains are gonna break. Yeah, but <laughs> we haven't I, then, then, it at all. But then I have broken chains, and I'd rather have unbroken chains that I forgot at home. That's fair for future for future. Yeah, wolfings. like what if we like ah oh, crap forgot and then we get some like dinky rope and I yeah, let's get that some rope. rope real good. <laughs> Wait, no, like Marcy yeah. got. <laughs> hey, for no reason at all, do you guys have rope? Yeah, yeah we're, hey, all we're all very all, very we're, tired. We're all staying in the same room. Do you guys have some rope we could borrow? <laughs> <laughs> and then as our cover for sneaking into the woods, we put on like some sex sounds and a lot of whipping and stuff. <laughs> God. No, this is how we got over. I don't think the so professors would be. They're okay never gonna have you over again, unless they join. No, no, that is wrong on so many levels. <laughs> They're your professors. Yeah. No. Also, yeah, I'm not. No. Anyway, glad all this is getting edited out. Yeah. Anyway, glad all this is staying in the no. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Cha- let's go tie Reggie up in the woods. I hope nothing unfortunate happens. Yeah, let's say um, maybe um, they drive you back to campus to get your um, to get William's car, just so you have a way to get around on your own um, while you're staying with them. And maybe you stop at like a um, yeah, a Harbor Freight. 
and grab some camping supplies, which includes rope. Or just rope from the camping supply yeah, part of the store. Rope. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what Harbor Freight is. Um, <laughs> it's a hardware store, yeah, isn't it? it? Is. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like general hardware. I was thinking like an academy for some reason. Um, the general reason behind this is that Reggie just has a feeling he might break chains tonight. <laughs> he, he sort of just like felt, he, he pointed a finger to the air and was like, hmm, this wind's telling me the chains might break tonight. You know what? Or let's say actually, let's say they don't go get um, William's car because they're just going to drive you back to campus uh, whenever, you know, the, the husbands have to go back to school for work. And so you're just there for the whole weekend. So you've just got to make do with, you know, Booyah. whatever you can find yeah. in their house. Yeah. I like that. And Harbor Freight, I don't, I don't like the vibes in there. I, I feel, I feel like I don't know anything when I go in Harbor Freight. I agree. I'm scared to go into Harbor Freight. Like I like hardware stores. I am scared of Harbor Freight. I don't know why that one in particular. I guess it's too like, I don't know. I feel like like Lowe's and Home Depot feel like entry level hardware stores, you know. Absolutely. But then Harbor Freight <laughs> feels like the legit I'd one. I'd rather go to that. Like I shouldn't be in here. I don't have the expertise. I'd rather go to Harbor Freight than Home Depot, because. Okay, well, you have the expertise. I do, Drew. but also I don't. I never <laughs> get any help in Home Depot. It's always like, yeah, let me go ask my friend over here who knows a little bit more, and then the friend's like, well, hold on, let me go check on something real quick. And they're gone. God, you're like, you're like Ron Swanson. Who, no. Hello, is there a project you're working on? I know more yeah. than you. <laughs> I only know maybe a little bit more, but they're still not helping me find the thing that is in their store. But yeah. That's What's that true. TikTok where it's like, if you, walk in, if you walk into a store and you can't find what you're looking for, don't ask for help. Leave. Be a man. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Anyway, so... I think, Reggie, maybe your hope is to just get far enough into the woods that you just won't encounter any any people, you know? Yeah, it's winging a prayer time. And I feel like I'd advise everyone to probably not join because I don't have the goods to keep me contained. But I'll let them make their own adult choices. Fuck that. I, I still want to see this shit. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I did a quick... Uh, <laughs> I was checking for a draft, and I feel like I shouldn't be there tonight, because I feel like you might break out of something. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anything. I'll, I'll be there tonight. I will not be there. I, uh, I realized last time when I was hiding up in a tree that maybe being around a werewolf when they werewolf out is not the best idea. I, I mean, if, if Norman's gonna go, then I want to go mostly just in case things break bad, and I don't you know, I, I feel like Norman won't die, but I don't want to run any risks. Yeah, I really don't want to kill you, Norman. I really I, don't. I feel like it's a bad I'm idea if we death. go and things go bad, because either he kills us or we have to shoot our best friend in the head with a gun that shoots silver bullets. <laughs> or I can fight him and hold him back. Underworld action. Yeah. Yeah. Twilight. movie. No, oh, oh. Is that what happens in Twilight? Yep, that's what happens. 
That's what happens, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're in the woods, and it's the full moon. Yeah, as as the sun sets over the um over the forest outside of Wolf Pine, you get ready for your first transformation in two cycles. Uh, um, yeah, as I would, I would like to say William yet again climbs in a tree. This time he is not letting Norman stay down. He is pulling Norman up whether he likes it or Stop. not. No, 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 I want to get Oh, fine. Say hang on tight, spider monkey. Say it. Hang on tight, spider monkey. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't know what Marcy would be doing otherwise besides staying at home and maybe reading a book. So I guess yeah, she's- Yeah, Marcy's reading a book while there's werewolf chaos in the woods. Yeah, so I- Marcy, Marcy stays like 10 feet behind. That way, she, that way we don't see her. Marcy's on a Marcy's on a slightly different tree. Like, like one that's like- Yeah, she did the thing for you. She's like, no, I'm not going to go. But then she actually really wants to go and FOMO kicks in, but she doesn't want to admit it. So she's just hiding she out. She follows in the woods and goes two trees over. Yeah, she she was ninja running. She yes. was Naruto ninja running on the trees. And we're just like sitting up on another tree. So we don't even see Marcy. Marcy went to another tree and she's really good exactly. at climbing it because we have established she has a history in rock climbing. And she's in full ninja garb. Yeah, exactly. And that when yeah. when Reggie feels that like he he has them take his like pants and tie him with his pants <laughs> to the tree. Oh, precious! It's just a hope that the denim might stop How it. How big are your pants? They can tie around an entire tree. Well, it's a thinner tree. He uses his. Wait, pants okay, too. no, <laughs> all the They tie their pants together. Listen, the our pants. only option here is you are on the tiniest baby tree, which is somehow supposed to contain you, or you have the biggest pants in the world. No, William <laughs> William and Reggie's pants tied together yeah. make enough yeah. pants. That's enough pants. That feels like it makes enough pants. Did we yeah. really not even consider... All right, whatever. He's going to break out anyways. I guess I'm just going <laughs> to hang out my tree. Marcy's good outside. God told me there's going to be a werewolf tonight. Okay. <laughs> so, Reggie... And William are both pants. You, you feel something familiar deep in the 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 deepest part of your consciousness that begins to 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 overtake you um in a way you haven't felt in in two months um you know it's as if the extra time plus everything else on your mind has kind of given you a respite you've actually felt almost human for um for the last couple of months this is it was your first skipped cycle in a while, and it was, it was nice. It was a relief. But at the same time, as you begin to transform, you begin to feel more and more yourself in a way that you just haven't felt in two months. And the rest of you see, first what happens is Reggie's body begins to cover over with hair it spreads from his chest outward and wraps around his torso and extends to the end of his limbs and then you begin to see his hands and feet grow bigger and claws begin to extend from his extremities uh, and then you notice that his whole body is getting bigger um, and the proportions are shifting and um, 
he uh the last thing to transform is his head as his face elongates into a snout and his ears grow long and furry and then standing below you on the forest floor is this anthropomorphic wolf creature who just takes a look around him and runs off into the night um just for fun uh cordell roll a d4 to see what direction you go into the woods to see which one of your friends you kill instantly yeah which one is north we in um you all you all are to the east of him um and then uh the house is also to the east it's behind you all um the school is to the north and then there's just more woods to the south and west so we'll go you know one is north two is east three is south four is west going south you're going south yep all righty um so you watch as he um he sniffs the air and then takes off to the south um and you uh reggie feel the blood pumping in your veins you can hear your heart in your ears you can smell and hear every little sound and scent of the forest and you feel alive and hungry and when you wake up um naked in a couple of inches of dirty water you don't remember anything past that point cut back to the three of us in the tree oh shit <laughs> we didn't move all night well there's a werewolf <laughs> out there <laughs> <laughs>